Hello, everyone. This is Jack Miller and my main man, Todd Cohen. We are super excited to be with everyone on our special Christmas Eve day show. I hope, Todd, I got that right. Yeah, Christmas Eve, Eve day. day show. For a Jewish guy, I did it's okay. It's Erev Christmas. Erev Christmas. There we go. Todd, we have our first guest, Pastor Tim Hartner, who is the pastor at the St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Weston. Pastor, are you with us? I am here. I appreciate you taking time on this incredibly busy time of year uh, to spend a few minutes with Todd and I and our audience. And first, I want to say Merry Christmas. Back at you. <laughs> and, thanks, and thanks for asking. I'm honored being with you. Our pleasure. We're really excited. You know, uh, uh, we're two Jewish guys. We really don't know. I don't know that much about Christmas, I must confess. And I'm really excited to put on this show and have a really a world-class group of people. That's right. Jack told me the other day he didn't even know what the gift of the Magi was. So, Well, I, yeah, you know, I'd remind you guys, uh, Jesus was a good Jewish guy, too. So there you go. That's right. all right. That's all right. I mean, uh, Pastor Tim, walk me through um, maybe what you think of Christmas, what your Christmas message is to people. You know, what are you preaching and what are you telling your parishioners um, this week? Well, uh, you know, the challenge always is uh, for people who do what I do is how you uh, say the same thing in a way that's uh, new and engaging and creative and inviting, um, the basic message doesn't change, that uh, as Christians we believe that uh, God so loved this world, He uh, gave His one and only Son, sent Him into our world, and uh, that happened on that, on that first Christmas. And uh, God came into our world in a way that no one really expected, in a child, an infant. Um, but in that gift, God made himself available, vulnerable, came into a family to, to make us part of his family. So that's the basic uh, truth that Christmas announces and proclaims and it's uh, Christmas Eve. It's just always one of those great celebrations in the life of a, of a Christian congregation. Now, are you uh, one of those families that puts out milk and cookies for Santa? Is that is that a tradition? Do you have a tree in your house? Do you light up your house? We 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 have lights. Uh, you bet. Um, in fact, I grew up in Kansas City. And on Thanksgiving night, they would always turn the plaza lights on in downtown Kansas City. So we keep that tradition alive here. And on Thanksgiving evening, we turn on the lights outside on our house, stand on the sidewalk, and sing Christmas carols. Our, our neighbors always say we look like the uh, Chevy Chase and the Griswolds. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good segue. I, I would like to so ask— we have fun. <laughs> I would like to ask you, uh, as well as some other guests we have lined up for today, uh, what your favorite Christmas music song is, your favorite Christmas movie. Oh, wow. Got to narrow it down, huh? Um, I, you know, Christmas is so filled with special music in, in, our, uh, in our hymnal that contains hymns for the whole church year, the largest section and, and most well-known section are all the Christmas hymns. 
there is something about the child, the shepherd, the the wise men, the birth that is just uh, tender and and deeply emotive. And uh, so a lot of special music has been inspired. Probably the best-known Christmas hymn is Silent Night. Um, and in our parish, we always like, you know, everything's dark, and we light candles, and and the, and the light spreads throughout the congregation as the candles are lit. So that's just always a special musical event. Favorite movie? Um, you know, how, how do you not like Jimmy Stewart and It's a Wonderful Life? It's a great <laughs> that's one. probably my favorite. Yeah. I watch it every year anyway. Right. It's amazing how they do that on TV for us. It has a way of showing up, doesn't it? During it Christmas does. Season. What's your message to the people who aren't celebrating Christmas? You know, the people who come to church, uh, obviously you have a message. But what's your message of humanity? It seems the world is so divided today, and there's so oh, much wow. heartbreak. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I get depressed every time I put on the news. So it seems to me that Christmas, whether you believe in Jesus or don't believe in Jesus, there's a certain humanity, a certain uh, goodness about it. So what's your message to the people who really don't believe or who maybe are disenfranchised or who are downtrodden or depressed or just hurting today? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, that, that is a great uh, proclamation challenge. Um, you know, the message that the angel brought to the shepherd, uh, fear not, unto you is uh, born this day a, a Savior. And at the deepest level of human need and human heart, uh, I would say, for all people, is to know what's in God's heart for the world. And it's His love. And from that love from Him is to flow our love for one another. We, we human beings mess it up every day, starting with the person who's talking to you, and we mess it up plenty, uh, we call that sin. Uh, God's heart is to love and forgive and make us people who share that love and forgiveness as best we can, and, and that makes us people of hope and even joy in the midst of of hatred and, and uh, war and strife, and we're to do what we can to bring God's peace on earth. That's a great message. What uh what are frankincense and myrrh? Well, those were um in in Christian tradition gifts that the wise men brought to baby Jesus. You know, so so much uh that the Bible doesn't give us a whole lot of details and Christian legend and tradition has tried to fill in gaps in many ways. So we we call them the wise men, kings, uh, magi. We're not 100% sure who they were. They were, we believe, non-Jews, the first Gentiles to come and, and uh, recognize Jesus as the Savior, as the Messiah. Frankincense and myrrh were gifts 
for uh, Frank, excuse me, frankincense and gold were gifts for kings. Myrrh was used for embalming of all things, and in in Christian theology, that's where we believe kind of that first sign that Jesus would ultimately come, not just to be a baby, but to grow up and to die on the cross and rise to make us God's forgiven sons and daughters. So so the gift-giving goes back to that heritage of the Magi coming. Todd, how did did you even know that? You amaze me. You know all this kind of stuff. I I do, and I enjoy it. And by the way, as an aside, my father-in-law and and, uh, Pastor Tim are are very close. They're very good friends. My father-in-law is a rabbi in Weston. Tim is... is, uh, a pastor, and they're sort of like that movie, Keeping the Faith. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw it, which is ben a, great, a great movie. Ben Stiller and Norton. I forget right, his name. Right, we, We've got yeah. more pastor, priest, and rabbi stories to share than you. That's than right. your audience would want to hear. And they me. they get together, you know, at least once once a month. They go out to eat and they talk about all the all the citizens of Weston, and, well, uh, and everyone's yeah, funny. Yeah, trust yeah. me, on both sides friend. of the. Of the religious aisle. So, but anyway, Tim, uh, we really appreciate you being here. What What do you think about like the? This is a business radio station at heart, so we want to know a little bit about uh, your thoughts on the business of Christmas, which in today's day and age is a huge business, thriving, healthy business. What do you think yep. about that? Well, I I like getting gifts as much as the as the next guy. So it's a, it's a little hard for me to be too critical of it. But, you know, it's like any other religious holiday that can lose its focus on what really is important and what the message really is. So at, uh, at one level, we all kind of need to battle our instincts just to make it only about the commercial. You know, Christmas has become such a cultural event, certainly, too, and uh, that plays a big part in the over commercialization of the of the holiday i you know in my own life and and family my my daughters have grown up pretty much now but uh, i did as much uh, coming home from church on christmas eve and and putting together the swing sets and the bikes and the doll houses and all those things and the challenge is to still keep the focus on where it's supposed to be and uh, on the gift that jesus is for us Pastor Hartner, I really appreciate you being with us. We have to go in two minutes, but do you have, what's your message for all those listening to you throughout the world today? What's your Christmas message in two minutes or less? Wow. Well, peace on earth, goodwill toward all, and uh, we can be people who strive for peace in our world, in our personal relationships, and our relationships in the larger communities of which we are a part and throughout our world, because the message of Christmas finally is that we are at peace with God, and that's God's gift to us, through His grace, His love, His forgiveness, and to let that same love pour out through us out into the world. And uh, I will do my best to, to be part of that. That's a good message. I really appreciate you taking this time at this extremely busy time of the well, year. Well, I'm glad you guys included this uh, theme for your program. And, uh, we, we, we were uh, ex- blessings to both of you. Yeah, we, we are too. And we wish you and your family the very, very best. Merry happy, Christmas. healthy Christmas and New Year. And, and we'll talk to you soon. 
Thank God you. bless you both. Thank, thank you, you so very much, much, Pastor. Everyone else, stay with us. We'll be back in two or three minutes from a commercial break with more great stuff for you. Thank you very much, and have a great day.